Welcome to Tea Not Coffee, a podcast for the mature Christian woman with the focus on constant growth and fruitfulness in your natural and spiritual life. I'm your host, Brittany Smalls, and I'd like to say thank you to all of my listeners and subscribers to the Tea Not Coffee podcast. Many of you have asked and many of you have waited, and i like to say it is almost here. The Steeped in Prayer merchandise from the Tea Not Coffee shop is on its way back. Many of you remember when Tea Not Coffee was a blog and the merchandise was available. Well, I'm bringing the merchandise over to the podcast. So thank you for your support. Next week, um, I think that's the time frame I've been given. Next week, you guys should be able to go to my website. That's www.brittanysmalls.com under the podcast page and purchase directly from the page from the Tea Not Coffee shop where merchandise is available, primarily our steeped in prayer merchandise. That has been a hit. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who has purchased or just supported with a donation or what have you. You are awesome. Thank you. Now, I want to say as well to those of you listening that as we approach the end of 2023, a lot of ministries are ramping up. They're doing their final um, revivals or their final conferences or what have you. If you're in the general area between North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, um, I know that's in the United States because I have to specify we do have listeners outside of the United States of America. But if you are in the general area of North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, and you would like me to participate or to fellowship with your prayer conference, your prayer breakfast, your, you know, women's conference, what have you, do let me know. I was so blessed to be invited to an uh, intercessory prayer conference, which I had a phenomenal time. So if your ministry or if you have your personal ministry is uh, doing something in that capacity, that regard, all you have to do is go to my website, brittanysmalls.com, click on the email icon, let me know about it. Also, I'm available on Facebook, which is social media, my Brittany Smalls author page, always available to send me a messenger there. Let me see the flyer, say, hey, what have you. And I will definitely give it a great amount of consideration (laughs) and maybe even surprise you and show up. So yes, also, if you are having your end of year roundups for podcast guests, I'm also available. Many opportunities have been coming my way and I'm thankful, thankful, thankful that God is being glorified. So on today's episode of TNOC, coffee. I feel like I need to dive right in because I was praying about what to share with you guys today. And because I've been having my own personal time with the Lord, we're not going to go there again because I really feel like you guys really get where God is taking us with time and season and understanding how we should be operating in accordance to what he's given us. And that does kind of lead me a little bit into today's topic. And I'm going to start here um, Proverbs chapter 18, 
18 and 4. And I really love, love, love Proverbs because, I mean, who doesn't, right? But uh, the wisdom that comes from these verses. And Proverbs 18 and 4, of course, this is the Amplified Classic Version, says, The words of a man's mouth are like deep waters, and the fountain of skillful and godly wisdom is like a gushing stream. It's sparkling, fresh, pure, and it's life-giving. And as I began to seek the Lord for what he would have me to share with you guys today, he specifically took me here, not Proverbs, but the Proverbs was like the setup for it, right? And I was like, okay, God, what you doing today? And so let's go here, Luke chapter four, verse 20, and going all the way. And it says, then, and this is in reference to Jesus. Then he rolled up the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all in the synagogue were gazing at him. And he began to speak to them. Today, this scripture has been fulfilled while you are present and hearing. And all spoke well of him and marveled at the words of grace that came forth from his mouth. And they said, is not this Joseph's son? So he said to them, you will doubtless quote to me this proverb, physician, heal yourself. What we have learned by hearsay that you did in Capernaum or Capernaum, do here also in your own town. Then Jesus said, solemnly, I say to you, no prophet is acceptable and welcome in his own town or country. But in truth, I tell you, there were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah when the heavens were closed up for three years and six months. So that there came a great famine over all the land. And yet Elijah was not sent to a single one of them, but only to Zarephath in the country of Sidon to a woman who was a widow. And there were many lepers in Israel in the time of Elisha, the prophet. And yet not one of them was cleansed by being healed, that is, but only Naaman, the Syrian. And when they heard these things, all the people in the synagogue were filled with rage and rising up, they pushed and drove him out of the town and laying hold of him. They led him to the uh, upper part of the hill on which their town was built that they might hurl him headlong down over the cliff. But passing through their midst, he went on his way and he descended to Caper Capernaum, a town of Galilee. And there he continued to teach the people on the Sabbath days. And they were amazed at his teaching for his word was with authority and ability and weight and power. And then as he goes on, verse 36, he's, he's preaching and he's casting out the uh, demonic spirits. And he says in verse 36, and they were all amazed and said to one another, what kind of talk is this? For with authority and power, he commands the foul spirits and they come out. What kind of talk is this? And as I sat listening to myself reading this earlier in preparation for the podcast today, I really was like, okay, there's so much I could pull from this. And God was like, no, this is what I want you to share with him. So are you listening? If you're not listening, listen. <laughs> Do it with authority and power. Do what? 
Do what, Britt? Whatever it is that he has been telling you to do, do ministry, do life, do family, do relationship, do work, do workouts, do whatever you're doing with authority and with power. What kind of talk is this? Do it with authority and power. And lately, one of the the great things that I've been blessed to hear from God is as I'm going through some different uh, ministerial things myself, is how God is calling his people to do the work with authority and with power. We are no longer passively getting by. We are no longer graciously extending ourselves just for the sake of, in hopes of, someone might be. No, we're not hoping for, might be looking after. God promised us that, of course, if we heed his commands and statutes, as we went over last week, we have promises. He's going to lean into us. He is going to lean toward us with favor. So we don't have to hope for his protection or hope for his covenant to be kept with us. He's a promise keeper. So we, we have to do it with authority and with power. When Jesus began to read these scriptures, they marveled. And here's what people will do. Right? Is that not Regina's daughter? Is that not Laura's daughter? Isn't that Stephanie's baby girl? What is she up here talking about? Who does she think she is? I can't believe that that's Carolyn's daughter. I know that is not Michelle's daughter up there. And that's what they did to Jesus. Is this not Joseph's son? See, we have to carry ourselves, ladies, in a position to not just be what people remember us as, but in a position to where we're operating according to who God says we are. Is that not the daughter of the Most High God? Hallelujah! Is that not the apple of his eye? Is that not? the daughter of Zion, we need to switch the context up because we will no longer allow those of us who fellowship with us, who've known us from back in the day, family members, friends, former co-workers. Oh, you still doing that? Oh, you still, oh, yeah, nothing about you has changed. Oh no, a lot about me has changed. A lot about you has changed. Because we are constantly moving towards progression in God. We are constantly seeking fruitfulness in our calling and in our day-to-day. We are not the same. None of us are. I don't care how much of your tendencies you may still think you're holding on to. The reality is even with every year you get older. Right. So you're not the same person you were at the age of 18, 22, 25, 37. Right. Whatever have you, 54, 63. You're not the same person. And so God is encouraging us and literally admonishing us to do it with authority and power. What is it worth to you? 
What is the it in your life? What is that worth to you? For me, I'll use myself because I am in pursuit of, obviously, I'm writing another book, uh, the children's book. I have about two of them that I'm in the process of ironing out. I have another nonfiction work that I want to start working on. And so my it is the entrepreneurial, authorpreneur, you know, the 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 it factor there. I got to make this happen, Lord, because you told me to not go to nobody's job. <laughs> Even though I am hardly pressed trying to like, why would I need a job, Lord? And God is like, no, you have your job. And so I've resigned to that yes. Yes, this is my job to spread the good news by any means necessary, whether it's blog, podcast, speaker, um, Facebook post, social media post, whatever. My yes is to spread the gospel and to bring fruit from that, to encourage the lives of others through the ministry of prayer. That's me. That is Brittany. And so I can't operate in that, still trying to punch a clock, not knocking anyone who's doing it, but I promise you, I I feel the need to say, whatever your it is, you have to still do that with authority and with power. Now, let me clarify something here. There are two types of power. In fact, there's probably more than two, but the two types of power that I really want to talk about here is uh, the dunamis power and the dunamai power. Now there's a difference, a slight variation. They play on each other, but there's a slight variation because in verse 36 of Luke 4, they said he did it with authority and power. He commanded the foul spirits and they came out. And so when researching this, because I remember several, several years ago, my husband ministered on um, this, well, not this scripture, but on the different aspects of uh, dunamis power and the types of power and authority and great teaching, great preaching as well. And I began to refresh my memory on it, reading this particular scripture. And the difference is dunamai is when you're kind of it's what we often associate power to mean. Just, oh, it means ability. You know, you're able to do, right? Well, that is not necessarily wrong, depending on how you're using it according to the concordance or what have you, scripture you're reading. So dunamai is the possibility. It, it means it might be able to. It means, um, you know, it, it can be, it could be. You know, you hear those words like it may, you know, it's within reason. Sure. Why not? I don't see, you know, that's how we often talk about things. You know, well, I could do that. Yeah. Well, I don't see why that would be a problem. But when you get to dunamis power, all of those coulds, maybes, possibilities, they fly out the window because dunamis power packs a punch. That's your miraculous power. Dunamis power, it deals with the ability to go in with force. It deals with strength. It deals with might as in abundance. So dunamis power is very different, even though they are closely related. Dunamis power is different from dunamai. And so with that being said, in this particular scripture, 
it's recorded that he had miraculous power, that he had miraculous works being done, that he did it with strength and he did it not just with strength, but with mightily and abundant ability. So with that being said, we can't fall short in pursuing fruitfulness because we might be able to go after it. It may be able to work. No, we have to shift our tongue, shift our intentions and do it with authority and power. Go with me here. Matthew 11. Uh, Matthew 11, of course, I'm sticking with the amplified classic version. 11 and 12 says, and from the days of John the Baptist until the present time, the kingdom of heaven has endured violent assault and violent men seize it by force as a precious prize. A share in the heavenly kingdom is sought with most ardent zeal and intense exertion. What that means is if you have heard of the greatness of the gospel, if you have heard of the life-changing ability of this preached word, then you knowing your current state would have been a wretch undone. You fall under the category of the worst of them, the least of those, the ones who were cast aside. And you began to hear of the promises and you began to hear of how awesome and forgiving God the Father is and how he could really redeem and call you worthy again. They were willing to press past all of what it looked like they were dealing with and they were willing to go after it in what seemingly was a violent manner. Violence here is also in connection with dunamis power. They were willing to go forcefully after what they knew they could have because it seemed better than what they already were living in. And with that in mind, ladies, I have to strongly and urgently encourage you to shift how you are viewing the preached word. Shift how you're viewing and doing the word. You have to do it with authority and with power, authority and with power, because we are not called to sit passively by and let the enemy do whatever he wants to do. Nowhere is that written. Nowhere is that written. And so I encourage you today, two things. What is it worth to you? And what are you going to do to get it? What the it is, is up to you to to determine. What is salvation? What is family members saved? What is wealth in the kingdom worth to you? What is power with God? What is holy salvation? What is righteous living worth to you? Whatever your it is, what is it that you are going after? What is saving your marriage worth to you? What is redeeming the time in your relationship worth to you? Whatever it is, you have to take into consideration. If you're going to consider what it's worth, then you must also follow that up with, now that I know what it's worth, what am I willing to do to get it? Well, I'm going to tell you for Brittany, she's willing to do it 
with authority and with power. I am willing to go forward with authority and with power. I am willing to teach, to preach, to speak, to sing, to give, to live with authority and with power. And you should be too. No longer, no longer are we supposedly going to just play the background, right? The background, not in an, uh, a prideful way, like, oh, well, we should let Jesus take the wheel. That's not what I'm talking about. And if that's what you're getting, have mercy, Lord. <laughs> so and let me just clarify that, okay? Yes, be humble in a spirit of humility. There was nothing about Jesus operating in authority and power that ever deemed him as prideful, okay? You operate with humility and execute your authority and power, okay? We are not going to play the background against the principalities, against the spiritual wickedness in high places, against those foes that we know by name and the ones we don't, okay? We're not playing fair with the enemy because he has no desire to play fair with us. We, just the same way, Jesus cast out with authority and with power. The same way he spoke in the presence of them with authority or with power. The same way we have to be able to stand up when we're invited and we're supposed to be on a panel or we're the speaker at a particular event and, you know, oh Lord, I've never done this before. We'll do it with authority and with power, because if he's calling you to it, then he's not calling you to do it afraid. He's calling you to do it with authority and with power. And I know that's a very popular saying, do it afraid. That means do it anyway, really and truly. So what I'm saying is if you're going to do it anyway, do it with authority and do it with power. Okay. So I pray ladies that something that has been said today, it truly blesses you. And I want to encourage you to share this podcast with a sister, with a friend, with a coworker, with a family member, if you believe that it is going to be a blessing to their life. I thank you so much. Remember, you have been listening to Tea Not Coffee. Hallelujah. I feel the authority and the power here. And I pray that you will join me next week for another cup of Tea Not Coffee, where the conversation is harvested from the word and steeped in prayer. God bless you.